Welcome to the Walk On Diaries podcast, episode eight. Glad you're with us. We're gonna if y'all could have seen his face, he was so happy after doing that. He was like, I just nailed that. I mean, I kind of did. Being quite, it only well, took me three tries to really get it perfectly. Well, it's not. Recording on, it is 6.46 p.m. Thursday. What? Yeah, Thursday, January 17th. And Duke, Duke is officially going to the NIT. So What? There's our show. Uh, glad you could listen in. No, 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 no. And really, I mean, give it to Coach K. He had a good run. He made a good run. Um, we overrated Zion and RJ, and, I mean, they're probably not going to get drafted now. So, I mean, overhyped might be a... a I don't know what you're talking know, about. That probably isn't too strong to call them overhyped. There were a couple factors. But I'm sure that they'll have a, a future overseas. Maybe they can scratch it out in the in the G League if they work really With hard. Oh, LaMelo ball. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, on to a more serious note. Duke lost yes. in overtime. Yes. But Hot take. One, they had a serious thriller a couple nights before. They were tired, obviously, but that's not an easy excuse. Um, Cam Reddish didn't play. Tre- not Trey Young. What a what kind of loser. Um, Why did you say that? I don't know. Trey Jones. Trey Jones yep. got hurt. Yes. Yes. And, and, and he kind of runs that offense. Yes, that's true. People don't look at him very much, but he is like, you know. No, he's very good. You remember what like Miles, Miles yeah, Miles was telling us that guard. he is – Miles told us that Trey was the best on-ball defender that he has ever seen. If Six he didn't to listen, one assist to the turnover Yeah, ratio. at the time, Miles, if you didn't listen, episode seven, Miles Terra of Wake Forest basketball, go back and listen to that episode. That was really fun. Um, but, yeah, Trey Jones does run that offense, and I'll give it to them. Miles I think, Terrell? Oops. You mixed them up. <laughs> I mixed them up. Andrew Terrell. Andrew Terrell. Miles. Miles from Wake Forest. Nice. Perfect. Because <laughs> I can't remember his last name. Anyways. Well, I can. Um, so, yeah, Trey Jones definitely runs that <laughs> offense. Cam Reddish had a night, though, a couple nights before. He we did. didn't talk about that. We didn't talk about it. No, he didn't. Let's talk about that game first. Okay. Because that's a he better hit the game shot. to talk about. He hit the boy. shot. Oh, boy. I was laying on a futon. Yes. On my phone. Girlfriend calls me with the 15 seconds. No, it was, it was less than, like, eight seconds left. And uh, it was probably less than that because he got the shot. It was, like, five seconds probably. Yeah. And um, I'm sitting there watching the game. She calls me. Like, right as the timeout timed in. And I was like, stop. <laughs> I, I actually like I actually kind of, like, cut her off big time. I was like, look, I can't talk. Duke game. Ten seconds left. I need to go. Hung up on her. <laughs> like, hung up on her. Yeah. Nice. And uh, I'm proud of you. She's a fellow Duke fan, fellow Blue Devil, so right. she understood, kind of. And right. uh, I got to see it live, and it was freaking amazing. That I jumped off nuts. that futon. He was Slam. so wide open. That was Dude, the craziest part about it. I'll tell you why. Nobody, open even including myself, expected it going to Cam. Yeah. He had a he had an amazing night. You watched the off. replay. All the Florida State players are going. Two with guys RJ. ran to RJ. Yeah. Three were in the middle in the yeah. post. And you look at the dude. If you watch out that play, kind of slow motion, look at where people are going. That's a beautifully drawn out play by by Coach. Kay. I think that's going to do huge things for Cambridge's confidence because he, as you said, mentioned before, he kind of gets lost in the shuffle behind. Zion and RJ, 
And maybe that was his coming out moment because people forget he was the number three overall recruit in his class, right behind Zion and RJ. He has been kind of hiding in the shadows. He's been hiding in the shadows. And I want to talk about Cam Reddish more once we talk about the Atlanta Hawks later on. I think Um, the Hawks have a good choice getting getting Cam. I think, I mean, that's what the Hawks need. I I don't want to blow the lead right here, but the Hawks need a wing, right? right? They need a good shooting wing, and Cam Reddish fits that mold perfectly. But they lost. Duke lost. They lost. They lost to Syracuse. This was after the Jim Beheim in that two-three zone. Jim Beheim in his urination in his own pants. Do you see that picture? I did he not. He just straight up peed himself. Did he actually pull it up right now as I'm talking on the computer? It's. I mean, this might be our cover photo for this episode. Is Jim Beheim's just streaky? Um, you just his urine is just soaking right through the khakis. No but way. they won in Cameron Indoor. Um, oh wow! <laughs> yep, there it is. <laughs> he actually beat his pants. <laughs> hey, I get excited too. I mean, I'm, he is old. He is old. I'm beaten. I feel like Tiger. he just probably just goes straight through. Yeah, he might have some kidney stuff going on there, like a good friend. Anyway, man. <laughs> anyway, let's talk a little bit about that game. You know, Jones is out. Cam didn't play, and yet you still have the number one and number right. two best players right, in college right, basketball yeah. at home. You're playing at home, and you lose to Syracuse. Syracuse. Is a good team. Yes, they they played a great game. They played level to level with Duke the whole time. It was it was actually kind of impressive. Yes, I didn't see it coming. I expected the Virginia game to go like that, which we'll talk about in a minute, but not this one. I thought this was kind of like a step back, you know, to calm down after the the crazy win right. a couple nights before to get ready for the next game. I feel like that might be what their mindset was. It's like going into that Syracuse game. They were get, just kind of getting ready for Virginia. Yeah, you have a weekend. big game against Florida State, and then, like as you said, maybe it's like a trap game. Looking forward to Virginia on Saturday because that's going to be a huge matchup that we'll talk yeah. about in a little bit. Um, but, yeah, that's a big loss, and it hurts for me as a Gonzaga fan because that makes our win over Duke look not as good. And so that seriously hurts our chances. Well, Gonzaga's just dropped off. Well, they don't, just dropped off don't ever say that again. I just don't, don't think they'll ever get gonna back We're going to go undefeated there. through con- conference, and we're going to end our season. I don't want to jinx it, but we're going to end our season with our only two losses being to Tennessee and North Carolina. Dude, Tennessee's a good team. Tennessee is you know, I, good. <laughs> I, I never, ever would see that coming. Like, I'd never no. see ever would I have seen an SEC team other than Kentucky be, what are they, number three now? Behind yeah. Michigan. Michigan's They're about to be two. number two. Because right. I, I don't th- I mean, I they, mean, Michigan's coming up one. It's yeah. Duke's Michigan's gonna drop be down one. like five or six, probably. I think Duke will still be top three. I it, think Duke the will game be did three. you know going overtime. Yeah. They uh, well not the Syracuse one. Right, it didn't. I thought it did. Yeah, you're thinking Florida State, but yeah, I mean, yeah. but they, I mean, Tennessee is so good. I mean, the people will, will put into account. You know, the point guard was out. Cam didn't play, but yeah. still, I don't know. Tennessee's sneaky good though. Tennessee is good. But you know who the team nobody's talking about? Michigan. Gonzaga? Oh, yeah, Michigan. I haven't talked about Michigan at all. Michigan. And they're number two. Yeah. Undefeated. Yeah. Like one of the only undefeated And the Big Ten. Big Ten is looking like one of the best conferences in basketball. And, yeah, Michigan has just been blowing right through the competition. They played extremely well during their non-conference slate. Um, They're balanced. They're a really good shooting team. They got that Brad Stakas guy. They're just a good team. Yeah, they are just a good team. They're going to be dangerous. They don't have, like, great players. They're just a good team. And I think what surprises people is – you think Michigan, you think good offense, but this is, I believe, like by Ken Palm rankings, they're like number two in defensive, they're number three in defensive efficiency behind like Virginia and Texas Tech, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. So, but speaking of Virginia, that Duke Virginia game on Saturday, that's gonna be a, that's gonna be time. that's a big time step for Duke. They gotta win that game. 
Yeah, I, got I think it's a must win for both. I I mean, must win is obviously these po- teams right. are both going to the tournament, but and and you know, the season kind of just started. I'm I'm really going to be rooting down, but... for Kyle Guy um, because that man is the Caucasian Mamba. He has been doing it with dignity. He really has. He really has. I think. I mean, off Virginia. I I hate to say it, but the reason that Virginia lost to UMBC could it have been the man bun that Kyle Guy had? Was that man bun cursed? And now that Kyle Guy no longer has the man bun, are they not cursed? You just you just can't rock a man bun. No. Like Steven Adams. Okay. Oh, good point. If anybody can rock That's a, man a counterpoint. Bun, that man. Yeah. See, maybe it's not a curse if Steven Adams <laughs> smash be. some steaks, mate. <laughs> well, some steaks. Right, smash some beef right now. All right. <laughs> but I think I think Trey probably coming back, right? Yeah. Cam is going to play. It's a big game for Duke. Trey might not play. I saw something today that where he's doubtful to play against Virginia, which is going to be huge because the one thing you need most against like the best defense in the nation that Virginia has is a good point guard. I feel like that's where RJ steps up. Not in the scoring division because obviously we all know RJ can score. Yeah, he's got to play that point guard role because Zion can't. You know, try and think of another guy, McConnell. Yeah, you know he's he's not really a point guard either. So it's true. I don't know, man. Who are you taking in that game? I think it's going to come down to the wire. I want to take Duke. I think I think Duke's going to win. Yeah. But Virginia's got a chance, man. I don't know, man. It's, at, it's in Virginia, right? It's at Virginia. Oh, look it up. Look it Is up. It? I think, so regardless of where it's at, I think I'm taking Virginia because of the Trey Jones thing. If he doesn't play, I'm really worried because we saw what happened once he left. So it's at Duke. At Duke, okay. No, it's at Virginia. At Virginia. It's at Virginia. I yeah. I, I'm taking Virginia. I think it's gonna be a low scoring game comparatively. I think it's gonna be in the in the sixties and I think Virginia pulls out a close one. Yeah. I'm Man. afraid. I'm afraid. I'm a little worried. It's it should be a good one. It should be a good one for hey, sure. Hey, we're recording a pod. Hey Nathan, can you have some respect please and knock before entering? This is my brother. That was the shake on the handle. Nathan. Oh, okay. What do you think about the Duke Virginia game this weekend? Who you got uh, winning? It's at Virginia. Virginia's number four. Duke's number one. Who you got winning? Come talk to the mic. Duke's still number one. Come, yeah, speaking of the mic. After the loss Duke took this past week, I think they're gonna bounce back and beat Thanks Virginia. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah. It's at Virginia though. Virginia's good. I know, but Duke just has so much raw talent. How many right. points do you think Manny Machado is gonna have? Manny Machado. <laughs> He didn't even play for them. <laughs> he was trying to trick me. He was. He was. Hey, he saw that guy. You didn't fall for it. I'm proud of you. A little trickster. Okay, so a perfect segue from R.J. Barrett, Zion Williamson is NBA. Right. Because that's where those guys might be next year. Might be. They will. They might have to scrape through G League for a while. They might play overseas. Um. They will. <laughs> they will. Um, but NBA standings. I mean, there's some interesting teams towards yeah. the top, interesting teams toward the bottom. What stands out to you as we look at these standings right here? Well, we were uh, we were just talking about this. And um, I think – let me see. Where, where are they? Where are they? Who am I looking for? The Jazz. The Jazz. That's surprising to me. Everybody thought after last year, you know, because they had a good run. They had a good playoffs. Yeah. Everybody was like, the Jazz could be on the come up. I told you and Steve that I thought they were going to be the number two seed in the West. And right now they're sitting in eighth place. Yes, but they're on. They're very, very hot. You remember a couple right, yeah, they're last on a, week. Uh, five-win streak, as it says. Yes, I think they're hot. And I, I don't know if they can rise up to number two, but it's possible. 
Dude, the Clippers have dropped, man. Clippers have dropped. They were on a four four loss streak. They were like third or fourth. I'm the Lakers sure. without LeBron have not looked good at all. The Pelicans right. are sitting in twelfth right now in the West. Dude, Memphis surprising. has dropped a lot. Memphis is on a losing streak. The Pelicans is surprising to yeah. me because they're one of those teams you just feel like they gotta be good. Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. One Drew of the best Holiday players in the league. A, is an excellent player. I know. They're, they're, I feel like I see them like. Seven or eight, like mid-tier yeah. kind of thing, but they're yeah, at the yeah. bottom. And then on the east side, you were talking about the Pacers being Dude, the Pacers, third in the east right now. Third in the east. I mean, probably pretty good margin. The 76ers are fourth with two more losses. Yeah. That's surprising. Celtics fifth. I mean, I, I mean, the Pacers, I haven't heard much about them. Yeah. I mean, I, would never, I, would, I wouldn't expect them to be third. The Brooklyn Nets at number six in the East. I know the East is weak, and I know outside of those top five teams, Milwaukee, Toronto, Indiana, Philly, Boston, there's not a lot of, you know, (laughs) not a lot of really good stuff. But Brooklyn being the number six spot, with how irrelevant they've been. Who even plays for the Nets? I think Spencer. D'Angelo Russell, doesn't he? Spencer Dinwiddie, Jared Allen. Did you see them beat the, uh, did they play the Warriors and beat them overtime, didn't they? I can't remember. Then Woody went off. I never heard of him before. I don't know if it was Warriors, but it was they big beat, time team. They beat the Rockets last night, one forty five, one forty two in OT. It was the Rockets then. It was the yeah. Rockets. And then yeah. Woody had like twenty five points yeah, in the fourth incredible. quarter in overtime combined. I have no idea who that is, but he's been going <laughs> off. So maybe I need to get my facts right. But number it. one in the West is the Golden State Warriors. Dude, they the, crushed the Nuggets. I'm afraid. I'm afraid the spot. Warriors are coming back. But the problem here's the thing because they're on a six win streak now. Yeah. It says. Here's the thing. Yeah. DeMarcus Cousins comes back. Friday. Friday. Who are they playing again? I believe they play the Clippers. Clippers got some to prove. They're on a four-loss streak. Dude, I am so – I don't know if I'm ex- – I don't know if excited is the right word to see the Warriors with right. Boogie Cousins because that's something that you make in 2K, like in franchise mode, right, when right. you've turned all the trade rejectors off. It's like New England getting yeah. a better – getting a new player that's it's, really good. It's or, just not – it's not fair. But I'm interested to see how it works out. If yeah. there's going to be some growing pains, if it's going to take some some time for him to get adjusted, or if they're just going to—I mean, because he's, be he's coming off coming off a pretty serious injury, he has, yeah, hasn't played in a while, and he's going to hop on a new team that has a, a completely new style. I mean, he was at the Kings, right? Right, wasn't it the Kings? Well, the Pelicans before Pelicans. before the Warriors, yeah. The, the game plan there is is just tremendously different than the yeah. Warriors. So. And, the Achilles, that's a serious injury. That's just not like a you get knocked up, you know, and you have trouble coming back. Like Achilles, you might not ever be the same player. So I'm interested to see what his conditioning looks like, what it's, it's his skill looks like. I feel like I feel like something the Warriors have always needed is a scra- big, scrappy player. They got Draymond Green because they got shooters, you know. They need a scrappy player. Yeah. Like you Draymond Green, like Zaza. Steven Adams, you know, yeah. those kind of people. DeMarcus Cousins could be that guy. He's pretty yeah. scrappy. Yeah. And he can shoot too, which doesn't help uh, help the defense. How big are the egos in that locker oh room gosh. between KD, Draymond, and now Boogie? Like obviously Boogie's been in the locker room for a while, but now that he's playing, that team dynamic is so crazy. I but feel like at this point, I feel like Boogie's playing at neutral, but when he steps on the court, he, he's gonna want a little want a little light, want a little shine. They will literally have five all stars on the court. You know, and that's just that's just that's nuts. That's I know. unprecedented. I know it's crazy. It's crazy. Never, I don't know. Never. Yeah, 
And you think back to when we were like declare, ooh, is this the end of the Warriors? Is the dynasty over? Back when Katie and Draymond were fighting, like two weeks ago. Yeah, and now here they are, first in the West, about to get, you know, back a first team All Pro center right. that they're just going to slide in there, averaging the most points per game in the in the league. So yeah, just ridiculous. Who knows? Man? Who knows? Absolutely ridiculous. But the crazy thing is, they're not number one at home record. Which is that's always been Ooh. Golden State's thing. The Oracle, man. Oracle Everybody hates good. going yeah. and play at the Oracle. Yeah. But it says here, eighteen and six. The Bucks, twenty and four. Dude, how about the Bucks? And the Raptors, bro. The Raptors I, are so. I really, I think the like the Bucks and the Raptors are tied for first right now. As much as I like the Bucks, and I think it would be an excellent seven game series. I'd give the edge to Toronto right oh, now. Yeah, they are sure. so good. Just balance their mm-hmm. first and second unit. They've got shooters all around. They've got a superstar in Kawhi that you can give the ball to in late game situations. Um, but let's talk a little bit about the Hawks because it's it's one of those weird conundrums where you're rooting for a team to lose. But are you supposed to be happy when they win instead? Right. Because we're trying to get Zion or we, RJ. We want the Hawks to lose. So when you go out and put up 147 points on the Thunder and win by 20, like, yes, that's exciting, but we're also one step further right. from picking up, you know. Now we RJ got three Ryan. teams to beat. Yes. In the East alone. That's, that's not even talking about the Suns in well, the there's West. One, there's one team. Yeah. The Suns. So, and, you know, the lottery odds are different this year. So. The top three worst teams, the bottom three worst teams have an equal chance. That's like 14% of nabbing the number one overall pick. So at least if the Hawks can be one of the three worst, you know? So it's probably going to be Cleveland, Phoenix, and then either us, Chicago, or the Knicks. You know, I see it happening. I think Man, I, hope I so. think the Bulls are, are going to come out a little bit, and I think the Hawks are going to get worse. You have to think that all these teams, especially by the trade deadline, are going to start trading guys away. Like, right. the Hawks are going to get rid of Bazemore. They're going to get rid of Dwayne Deadman. Dude, Bazemore's been there forever. Yeah, bro. they're going to get rid of them. And so the Hawks, they'll they'll be worse. They'll start losing. But in that race to the bottom, can we outrace Chicago or the Knicks? It's going to be Trey Young and, and John be. Collins. Dude, I'm excited for that core. Dude, they, if they got RJ, I would be a I said it. fan. I said it in my – I did an RJ Zion piece for Soaring Down South. But literally, I, I'm not talking about skills. I'm not talking about talent-wise. But if we had a Trey Young, RJ Barrett, John Collins, big three. We're talking about pieces. mirrors here. pieces, right. We're talking about, yeah, skill like set. Like a puzzle. You don't want puzzle. the best piece. Exactly. You want it to fit. You would have it ear, mirrors similarly – Dwayne Wade, LeBron, and Chris Bosh. It's not to say that, you know, or R.J. Barrett would Russell be anywhere, ne- anywhere near James Harden, KD. Kevin Durant. Yeah, it's true. Because John Collins can, you, he can light it up. You want your best players playing different positions. That's not rocket science. That's I mean, that's just basketball. So I think I, one of the problems would be if the Hawks decided to get Zion, although he's once-in-a-generation dura- type player or whatever, then they'll have to do something with John Collins, and he's he's, one of, their, so, he's one of their best players. I think he, he, I think you, you we think can make it work. I think I think you would have to make it work. I think I mean the Pelicans when they got to Marcus Cousins and Anthony Davis. This is true. This is true. They did very good. They, and they found flopped. a way to work. They found a, they they swept the Blazers round one. That's the not saying much. I'm just saying. <laughs> I think you can still fit. I do that because he's a Blazers fan. Yes. Yeah. Hey, we're Blaze. fourth in the West right now, baby. Fourth in the West. We're above Who the Rockets. Who plays for that team? Does CJ still play? Damian Lillard. It's Dame time. 
That's the only player on that team. Yusuf Nurkic, the Bosnian beast. Nurkic. Okay, let's talk. Let's switch gears a little bit. Um, cat person, dog person, what are you, John? <laughs> did, did, did you like that transition there, yeah, right there? I thought it was seamless. Cat person. I'm a cat person. I feel like. What are you doing? I feel like to a, I feel like to a couple people that actually know me. That's a little surprising, but I'm a cat person. I have I have a very close cat at Muffin. At Muffin. Heck yeah. At Muffin. With my cat, we've had for follow her on 16 Twitter. Years. At Muffin. <laughs> and uh, she's awesome. I wouldn't replace her for any dog. Absolutely. Um, what do you think? Uh, I'm gonna use my soft cat lover voice okay. right now. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? Meow. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think is a cat's best attribute? We're talk- make sure to talk really quietly. The best thing about having a cat is not having to take it outside to use the bathroom. Oh, I love that so much. And you can leave their food out. I love cats' personalities. I okay, love... we're done with this talking like no, that. Pl- no, no, we're done. Uh, we're done I thought, I like thought that. that segment had potential. I'm a cat person, too. I'm not making fun of you because I'm a cat person, too. I got two cats. Yeah, but I feel like if a cat was talking, it'd be a little more demanding. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it wouldn't be like... My two cats <gasps> are named Winky, and he weighs about 659 pounds. And then I've got another cat Pretty named George cat. Washington. Um, Andrew named him, in case you were wondering. My seven-year-old brother, Andrew. George Washington. Winky and George Washington are bros. Um, bros in the best sense of the term and bros in the worst sense of the term. So they will cuddle, but they will also fight. They will yell. Winky sometimes just like sits on George Washington, mm-hmm. just with all that girth. And, that uh, happens here. Leo, yeah. we have a one-eyed cat and Muffin. And uh, Leo's a lot younger. Muffin's, you know, 16, so she's coming up on her uh, her old age here. Yeah. And Leo's young young blood. And he grabs Muffin by the neck and takes her down. It and happens. they start yelling at each other. And I come running around. Boom, 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 boom. And he freaks out and runs away. Let me be clear. I don't hate dogs. I love dogs. I, I like them. I'm a both. I'm a both kind of person. Um, I love a good dog. Yeah, I like dogs. Um, it's just that cats are softer. Cats. Cuddlier. Cuddlier. Mm-hmm. Dogs, as you said, you have to take them out. Right. Which is a problem. Cats, you have to clean the litter box, but at least that's inside your own home. And you don't have to do it that often. Dogs are demanding. And they're louder. They're much no, louder. They're, uh, they shed. They're, cats they're, shed a little bit. So shed that's, a that's lot not, more than cats, though. That's true. They got more it's hair. True. More hair. More hair. Depends on the dog or cat. I, th- I just think that, I mean, dogs are overrated. Dare I say it? Was that too far? That's a little far. Woof, woof, come at me. Um, uh, yeah, it's, I... I think a good dog... <sighs> man, I... Dude, like a good man's best friend, you know? Yeah. I feel like that's better, than a, better than a cat. Okay. Well, last thing we'll talk about, um, Spider-Man. Spider-Man trailer. What's the official title? Look that up really quick. Far From Home. Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah. So... No need to look it up, guys. It, I know. Big John, Marvel fan. He's on top of it. Big time Marvel fan. Love Marvel. Um... <laughs> Freaking love Marvel. Mean, cool. So, do you think this movie takes place before Infinity War? Oh, it was after. It's after. Do you I think. think so? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Do you think so? So, no, that's what everybody said. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I've seen some people say that it takes place before, and that Spider-Man is still dead. No, no, no. It's after. Hundred percent. I don't know. The real question here, guys, is in the trailer. There's a few instances that can infer that Iron Man is no more or dead. Have you seen that? No. Where Happy says, you're all alone here. Uh, saying he's got no help from the Avengers. So they could be on a different planet. They are they in an here. alternate universe? They could be in an alternate universe. That's where I was getting. Oh. Have you seen Ant-Man and the Wasp? No. Okay, well, they have this machine. 
that makes him go into the, what's it called, something zone that's like far away and really, 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 really small. Dude. And Ant-Man's trapped there at the moment, but he was in the Infinity War trailer, so it's real real confusing, what real if conflicting. This alternate u- what if this alternate universe, in this alternate universe, Thanos snaps his fingers and the other half of the Avengers vanish? And Iron Man, Captain America, gone. Dude, my head is about to explode. My brain is going to happen. Right I don't now. think that's going to happen, but I am. I'm a, I'm a huge Iron Man fan. He's my favorite of the Avengers. But judging off what people have said, he could be dead. Like like when Spider-Man looks into the closet and sees his old suit, right? people say he kind of looks a little sad, as if he's lost something, because Iron Man made that suit. So he's like, I don't want to wear that speaking suit. Speaking of suits... That black suit looks dope. That looks dope. Even the one, the red one that had like the flaps the wings, and the yeah, armpits. Yeah. Woo-wee. Nothing I'm beats the Iron Spider though, bro. That's part of yeah. The spider What legs, do you think about so cool. Mysterio as a villain? That Jake is Gyllenhaal? gonna be awesome. Yeah. Dude, the one I'm most excited for though, Sandman. I you think, always do you think love that Sandman. Sandman? Yes. Because I've seen some things that there's like elementals, villains called elementals in previous comics. Oh, it's gotta be Sandman. But, but what about the water guy, the guy in it's, the river? He's called Waterman. He's, actually, he's like an enemy. He's real? I don't know if it's Waterman, but there is an enemy of Spider-Man's that's like Sandman, but Waterman. So, that's I don't know. Whatever you say. It's going to be interesting. I really hope it's Sandman, because that'd be a stupid If tease. we bring out some some classic villains, like from Rhino. 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 We need Rhino. What, he hasn't been Octa, in a good movie. Octaman? Um, what? Doc, Doc Ock? Bro. Doc Ock, baby. Come on, man. Bring back some Doc Ock. Freak yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, thank you for listening to episode eight of the Walk On Diaries podcast. It's it's shorter. I feel like a couple others went longer, so we're keeping this one a little bit shorter. Hey, if you guys know famous walk-ons, send them our way. If anybody, I'm sure one of you guys is best friends with Baker Mayfield, former walk-on. Send them our way. Right, but more importantly, what do you guys think about the Spider-Man trailer? But really, tell your friends, tell your friends about the pod. Get them to subscribe, like, retweet the pod. Um, also, do we, do we want to ask for money? No. If you would like to send us money no. or other illicit goods, Hope you guys leave enjoyed. a package it's been fun. at Riverfront Park near the boardwalk. Leave it in a, in a brown cardboard box. Don't actually do that because you'll lose 22 it. Inches, Some 22 inches wide, it. 18 inches across. Leave it there by the time of the lunar eclipse. And I will be there. No, not I. I will send a henchman to it pick it up. And... Don't actually do that. Leave a note. Anyways, leave us a code. Hope you guys enjoyed episode eight, right? Episode eight of the uh, the pod, and uh, let us know what you think. We'll see you guys in the next one. Peace out.